0: From our WFUV studios in the Bronx, New York, it's The Pick and Pod. Drop us a voicemail at 347 903 WFUV. Now, here are your hosts, Kenny Ducey and Matt
1: Rosenfeld.
0: March 5th, 2014, The Pick and Pod. Kenny Ducey, Matt Rosenfeld, Kevin Kelly. You can go uh, rate us on iTunes if you so. Please, so. please. Please. Please go do that. I mean, I did it already. I probably shouldn't have revealed that fact about myself, but I did it. It's shameless, but it's, you have uh, to do it. And it's WFUV.org slash pod too, if you're, uh, if you're looking for an easy way to access us. Anyway, thanks for joining us here. we got Network coming up in just a little bit to talk about the Knicks and just the depressing nature looking of that. their everything. Uh, why, why don't we start there? Um, because just to get that out of the way... That's they do. They do have the second easiest schedule remaining in terms of winning percentage uh, in the
2: NBA. Yeah, we we figured that out pre-show, and I don't know how much it's going to matter because this is a team that lost to the Pistons the other day. I mean, the Pistons were
0: trying to lose that. Like they, as Seth Rosenthal, our buddy, pointed out, that, that's a team that
2: wants to lose. Would rather lose than win. <laughs> and the Knicks lost to them. And honestly, the the best part about that game was when Tyson got in a little scrap, you know, late in the game. And then Mello walked by it and just kind of like surveyed the scene and wasn't even trying to get in. He was kind of just like, well, this is the life I live right now.
0: Yeah, that was the... um the, the previous game against the Warriors, I think, on, on Friday. But, yeah, but that that was oh, when okay, the ball okay. had No, no not, not another malice at the Palace. But, no, and he did say after that game that it was just frustration from the season. I mean, it's it's been that kind of year for them. But, I mean, he, he looked like a fool.
1: Oh, always. It's really ridiculous no, no, to I'm not defend Tyson. a teammate. Tyson. You Tyson think Tyson looks like looks a like fool? fool? Yes. At least he's showing some energy. He's coming out and he's... He's, uh, he's not happy obviously. And yours. He got
2: himself ejected. It's misplaced energy uh, and it's it's garbage and that's what the Knicks are, they're garbage.
1: You think he didn't want to play anymore and that's why he got himself ejected?
2: Yeah, I do. I don't. I, I think I I'm more with Tyson. It was probably it's frustration from the season and it just leads to poor decision making from a guy that already makes a lot of poor decisions when it comes to his temper. And
0: another guy who makes a lot of poor decisions is Mike Woodson. A lot of poor decisions. And today he said me. Um, in in some availability today during shoot-around, said that he still thinks he's the right man for this job. He still has this job. I mean, what else he's the only say? man, yeah, he has I to think, say. right now for this job. I know, I know, but just to think about just to kind of put that in perspective, just no. no I hope no. he's
1: half as confident as he says he is so that he's still the right man for the job, because I just don't see it.
2: Same guy that says... Before every game this late in the season, you know, I'm still looking for my lineups. Still searching. Still searching. <laughs> still searching. What, what, is your, what has been your favorite
0: Woodsonism this year? Well, I, was, I, 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 I tweeted out just like before the show that mine was um, when he talks about Ray Felton. He's like, man, we just got to pat him. Just, That's pat, very just good. pat him. That's a very yeah. that's a not very pat good him one. on the back, pat him. You know,
2: <laughs> all right, so you're around the Knicks a lot more than I am. What what were some of the better Woodsonisms and I'll pick from them?
0: Well, you got, you know, again, uh the, the, him always starting every press conference with again, uh you know, we just got to get him going. I'm still searching. Um, you know, he's an important member of our ball club. Uh, there, there are a lot of them
2: out there. You know, it might be, it might be a cop out since it's the one that's on my mind. But still, searching is, is just gotta find it's, a way. It's like indicting yourself. It's almost like I don't know what I'm doing yet. But we're fifty some odd games into the season.
1: It shows how much this season has devolved that we're actually talking about what's the best Mike Woodsonism.
2: Well, it, no, it's we, 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 we talked about this many times. That's what it is with the Knicks. The discussion isn't how, what are they gonna do. It's How bad are things, and what's the worst of the worst things, or the best of the worst things?
0: And now we bring in our guest, Network, at Network with the E, the second E, of course, in Network, um, spelled like a three, uh, Jason Concepcion, one of our favorite bloggers over here. Uh, How's it going today, first off? You know, you you didn't get to see the Knicks last night. That that must have been nice for you.
3: Uh, I watched them a little bit. I kind of had to. You know, I have to check in just to see how they're going to crumble. Yeah, it's um, it's
0: it's been a big crumble, and you actually identified it as maybe the worst crumble of all time. Uh, in terms of like you know what you've seen from the Knicks. Uh, for people who out there who didn't read your Grantland piece, I mean, just kind of why is it has been so bad to you? Uh,
3: because there's just nothing at all to look forward to. There's no, they're capped out. Uh, the coach sucks. Next year, they're going to be bad no matter what happens with Mello's free agency. Uh, It's seeming increasingly just by reading body language that Mello's going to leave. You know, there's just nothing, there's no reason to, you know, at least they'll have a draft pick next year. You know, that's it. They're terrible. They're, you know, what, four games out in the worst Eastern Conference ever, and they have no draft pick. And I don't know if they'll win five games. You know, so Jason, due to end the end of the season, man. They're just terrible.
0: I don't know either,
2: Matt. A, I mean, I, we've we've gone over this so many times. How hopeless the Knicks are. So, Jason, would you say, as a Knicks fan, the real next thing to look forward to is the free agency of 2015?
3: <laughs> I, yeah, it really is. You know, it's funny because I was talking about this with um, some other Knicks guys like earlier in the season. I was like, you know, it's really not that long to wait. You know, it's like I feel like when the Walsh kind of like demolitions were going under, you know, it's, that was like two, three years you had to wait. And I was like, yeah, we've been through this. And now it just seems like I was just wrong. I mean, it's it's just awful how 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 hopeless it seems. And really that is it, to, you know, just waiting for, for the cap space to clear up.
0: Well, I mean, obviously everyone loves to kind of pick on Jim Dolan, but, I mean, if you were right now Jim Dolan by some strange, like, you know, just magic trick, I don't know, um, how would you possibly dig yourself or climb back out of this hole you've dug yourself into?
3: Uh, I mean, you'd have to, well, I mean, it's it, you're limited right now. You know, it's like the, the trade deadline is over. Um, you, you'd have to. You'd have to really look at what you're gonna do with, with Mallow, if he's gonna leave or not. I mean, do you rebuild try, like try Tyson get, kinda suggested? You, you have to you have to rebuild. I mean it's the only thing you have to do it. You know, it it's been so long since they've really I guess you could say Walsh kind of rebuilt, although they didn't do it all the way. They they really they have to rebuild. I mean like, you look at the teams that have been able to build success over the long term in the NBA right now and it's all about Flexibility, draft picks, and just smart moves. And uh, that's what they have to get into. You just can't make shortcut moves anymore. You know, you just really have to hold on to your draft picks, try and build something over, you know, three, four, five years. It might take a while, but it's like you look at the Knicks and you, the where they are now, and you constantly think, God, they should have done this. You know, they should have rebuilt three, four years ago. And now it's, you know, it's just that kind of line just is going to keep on moving if they never do it. They they have to rebuild. They have to
2: do it. You know, Jason, I know they have to rebuild. You know they have to rebuild. Kenny knows they have to rebuild. But I've said many times, rebuilding would kind of be like James Dolan admitting defeat. So do you really see him ever doing that? No. But, the, but
3: to be fair to, to Dolan, who sucks and is, <laughs> you know, insane, uh, the Knicks historically have been not have been a franchise that has always kind of looked to, you know, go for marquee names over uh, building through the draft and stuff like that. You know, I, I forget which one of my Knicks books it is, um, Knicks history books, but they when they talk about um, the championship teams of 69 and, and 73, like there's this blurb in the beginning of that chapter where it's like uh, the Knicks finally decided to uh, – to start valuing young players and draft picks and not like buying all these overpriced stars. And it's like, that's like the thing they've been doing forever. You know, it's like, they've really never been good except for that the championship years. And then that run in the nineties, you know, pretty much their entire history, they've been bad. And it's always the same thing. You know, it's like, they've just, they've, just look to marquee names, names you know, like uh, and guys that are over the hill to just you know, and they they don't put the work in to try and build a groundwork. And the one time they really did it, they they won two championships. So you know, you would think they would done no They didn't.
0: Yeah, no, no exactly. Um, we're t- we're talking about rebuilding here. Um, w- what the hell do you do with the Mon Schumpert? I mean, do you trade him over the off season? Uh,
3: you know, I I kind of think you have to just because they have just—they've de- kind of destroyed him, really. Yeah. Uh, so true. Well, I mean, you know, it's—it's it's so many things. Like, it, what happens with Woodson? You know, like, is Woodson coming back? Is he going to be the guy? If he comes back, he's the guy that they're really committing to, I guess. Yeah. Well, he,
2: Nick's
0: Twitter would
3: just light jumper. on fire if he came back. I would back.
2: light Nick's Twitter on fire. You yeah, but
3: I mean, why isn't he fired now? That's the thing. You never know with, with this with this team. You just don't know. So it's like. I, if he's going to be the guy, yeah, you shouldn't you should trade Shumpert. Um But it's they're just so bad at developing young players, it's like you might as well trade him because you're just destroying his, his trade
2: value. <laughs> are you afraid like I am that the Knicks are going to ruin Tim Hardaway Jr.? Because right now he looks like he could potentially be a player that can help a good team. But as we know, the Knicks don't develop players. So what do you think is going to happen with –
3: Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh yeah, they'll 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 ruin him somehow. Either that, or they'll end up trading him as a piece for something else. You know, or package him with whatever for some over the hill. You know, or somebody who doesn't even fit anything. You know, like picking Josh Smith, something really Andre Bargnani. You know, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's what they'll end up doing. Although supposedly, supposedly, Dolan loves him. Uh,
0: so who <laughs> no, knows? I don't know. That, that's always a plus. Um, before we get off this depressing team, um, speaking of depression, is, do you think there's anything this season to you that would just make you happy about the Knicks, like in this uh, remaining month and a half or whatever?
3: Nothing good. This is like one of the things I wrote about in that piece: is that the the Knicks take you to these places right now where it's like the things that you feel like could possibly help the team are just really actually terrible things in reality. You know, it's like... Like Andrea Lund- Barnani Lund-
0: coming back. <laughs> right. He's you know, like, going to jail.
3: It, yeah. You, well, like do you, you really hope, like, you hope he doesn't play again this season. You know, it's like, you, <laughs> this is like the stuff that you have to hope for. You hope Woodson loses his job. You know, like, maybe Ray will go to jail. You know, maybe Amare will, like, blow out his knee and never be able to play again. You know, these like this is like how dark it is right now. That's there's really not there's really not much to look forward to. You know, the, the the season to watch.
2: Well if we can get off depressing, let's go to a little more exci- a little more exciting, <laughs> you know. LeBron James had that amazing game against Charlotte the other day and I saw you tweet yep. something along the lines today of you know, LeBron has thirty two eight and eight and we don't even notice it. That's how good he is. So my I guess my question is Does he have a chance at MVP, or are we done here with this discussion? Is Kevin Durant kind of locked up? Because the Thunder have been struggling a little bit of late.
3: Uh, You know, I think it's just going to come down to what people prefer, those two guys. I I personally think LeBron is the MVP just because his everything, the totality of everything that he does on the floor on both ends. And he he really does make it look so easy. And his shooting numbers, the efficiency is unbelievable. I mean, he had 61 on, what, like 33 shots or 30-something shots? It's absurd. And, yeah, like, he, he'll get 32, 8, and 8, and nobody even blinks an eye anymore at what that is. And, and it's like he'll do that in, like, 12 shots. He's, he's amazing. He's amazing.
0: Talking about LeBron's team. Do you think Miami catches Indiana? Do they go on that winning streak? Or is Indiana right now just too complete to, to, to take Yeah, out? I think
3: Indiana closes it up. Uh, I, because I think they really want to. I, the Heat just want to get, this is just my opinion, I think they just want to get to the playoffs healthy. They don't really, I don't think they really care about that, that top seed. They just want to get there with all their guys healthy, with Wade healthy. Um, whereas Indiana really, they want that. Top seed. They're not. They're not letting it go.
2: Okay, but if Indiana has that top seed, like I, I think that's going to happen. Do you think Miami can beat them in seven? With the deciding game being in Indiana in Eastern Conference oh, yeah. Finals. Yes. Would you pick them? Yeah. or So are you?
3: Uh, would I pick them right now? I, I would pick them, and that's not like a slight on Indiana, who I think are a championship level team, just because the Heat have that pedigree, you know, and if they, I think health, of course, is like the big thing, but I would pick them. I mean, they're they're battle tested at this point. You know, I I wouldn't, it reminds me of like the heat in the, um, or rather the bulls and the Knicks back in the nineties, the Knicks would just like drive themselves crazy talking about home court. We got to get home court, got to get home court. And it would never matter. (laughs) I mean, the bulls would just like destroy them every year. And so, uh, yeah, I I don't think it would matter really.
0: Looking at the Bulls and um, you know even you know the rest of this Eastern Conference, right? So Lance Stevenson of Indiana, Jimmer Fredette goes to goes to the Bulls. No, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to compare Jimmer Fredette and Stephen Curry like <clears throat> you know someone did. Um, who do you think out of those two or maybe someone else emerging as a front runner, maybe like from Toronto or something, would will be would will be the most exciting player down broken. the stretch and into the playoffs?
3: The most exciting player from the East?
0: Yeah. I mean, I know the East is, like, very dull, but, I mean, because you, you uh, can shoot it. Lance is
3: Lance. You know, I, lo- uh, I just think Noah, the way Noah's been playing, is it's so unique. You know, he's just like, he he is their offense. I mean, he has cutters cutting off of him. He's so smart the way he moves the ball. He's just been playing amazing you know and not just because he destroyed us but he's just he's a really fun to watch smart player um great on defense great rebounder and just a a wonderful passer and he's he's been the guy that i i really like watching on the east right now
2: i've also been pretty impressed with chicago and i know they lost a tough one to brooklyn last night but those two teams in my opinion are the two teams that maybe have a best chance of competing against the top two in the east who do you think, if there is one team that's not Indiana or Miami, can compete with those two?
3: It's got to be Chicago. I don't think they beat those teams, but but neither one will want to play them at all. You know, I mean, Chicago just plays so hard all the time, and they will make you absolutely earn it.
0: When, when do you think the Spurs are going to fall back to earth, going to the West here? Or are they? I mean, they're old. I mean it's it was
3: supposed to be every year. You know, every year you're waiting for them to come back. Uh uh
0: Like they don't have another you know, I, I, finals run in them, I, do they?
3: I, I would love to say they don't, but I can't say that because then they I mean that was really one of the most spectacular runs I've ever seen in that game six was like even though their whole their whole run to the finals was amazing. I, I would love to count them out. But I can't. You know, they're just so well coached. They the system is so perfect, it's like they just plug guys in, and it just keeps on humming. They're they're amazing.
2: All right, Jason, I got one more question for you before we get out of here. A little bit off topic, but as a fellow huge True Detective fan, I got to ask you, <laughs> who is the, who is the Yellow King?
3: The Yellow King is not going to end up being anything. I, don't think, I think the Yellow King is just going to be uh, like a con- like a larger concept to. Um, what's going on like i don't think it's actually
2: going to be a person okay that's, um, that's a little out there i've never heard that one but i'll i'll yeah. look for it i'll look for it on <laughs> oh
0: man i i just i'm left out here i don't want. he's out of it. it he isn't
2: he doesn't handle that but it's a great I, show I just, we'll I tell f- him again i on
0: focus it. i focus like usually on mad men and that like that's usually like my life and then like you know <laughs> do, doing i don't know i mean that's uh, kind of a good show but I, i'm a loser um all right jason Thank you so much for um, taking your time out of your day and, and talking to us. And hopefully, uh, hopefully the East like gets more exciting or something. Maybe Jimmer does that. Who knows?
3: Yeah, we'll see.
0: Awesome stuff there from Jason. And uh, you go follow him, of course, at Network. And the, the yeah. second E in Network is a three. Yeah, so no, just, he's he's yeah,
2: tremendous. And you don't follow. And the, the thing that I just can't get off my mind is how. You have to think about the way you root for the Knicks is you root for bad things to happen to people, like Woodson getting right. fired well, or Ray going to jail. Like these are the things that'll help the Knicks. Bad things in other people's lives.
0: Yeah, he tweeted about the Ray, the the Felton going to jail thing specifically. I remember, but like just to think about like in general the the kinds of things that people say, like oh I hope like Sotomayor's knee explodes. I hope and, like, Arnani he has, he has to can't have career recover. ending surgery. Just like. All these just terrible things that you wouldn't wish on a a human being. Unless they play normally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's funny. Um, You talked about you asked about Tim Hardaway. You look at Shumpert, and I mean, they've completely ruined him. I agree with I agree with Network that I I think you got to you got to trade Shump. But I mean, you know, it's like, but what? Who? Who are you going to get for? I mean, you saw this season; his value was just like a. Late first round. Yeah, pick. that's
2: what I was going to say. The offer that's on the table and consistently is on the table is a late first round pick, and I don't think that's worth it.
0: We we talked at our trade deadline show. I think Moke Hamilton was the one who said this. You look at like what his value is now, though. I I, the Knicks don't think that Amon Shumpert and Tyson Chandler are at their full value right now. Like in terms of what they'd get back, and, and now I I. Th- I will give the Knicks. I do think that Tyson and, Am- and Amon Schumpert might be worth more than what they're currently attracting the, the right problem. now. I, I, just, I mean, but, like, and I know a lot of people will say, well, no, they ruined Schumpert, He's not going to get any better. No, no, He's no. limited offensively. I think I think these guys' see, value will go up. But the problem is they need to play well the rest of the season. Go ahead, Kevin.
1: See, I think the value is going to go down, and I think that's why you trade them now. You should have traded them at the deadline, because I, I don't think it's going to get better. You the, see Tyson just, like, in – angry as we were talking about before and I I think it'll only get worse from the, here. The
2: value is not going to go up for the Knicks and the Knicks are right, you know. Their value isn't right. But the thing is when you're the other all the other teams have the leverage because the only thing that'll help Shumpert or Tyson is a change of scenery. I could see Shumpert going to Oklahoma City and becoming a real valuable piece, but if you're Oklahoma City, you have the Knicks against the wall. Then Shumpert's not playing well for the Knicks, but if he goes somewhere else, he'll play much better, and I, I, I'd guarantee that.
0: I mean, now again, there are a lot of losses in the next season, like a lot of them. But I do think I remember a good stretch. This, I mean, he did have a decent stretch if I'm not mistaken this year. He's, he's, At least he had that great game against the Nets the first time. I mean, I just, excuse me, I, I just think that there are there is an opportunity for him or Tyson to play themselves kind of up, like get their value up. I don't know if they're going to win, but I mean, I think that maybe you, you know, show other teams that you're not like soft inside, or you know, you can, you know, finish at the rim, which Tyson Chandler has a terrible, terrible um, history of this season. Uh, He just can't finish like a lot of times on layups. It's, I mean, if you can start to fix those types of things, I think maybe a team might want you a little more. Maybe a team will think, okay. Maybe this is the guy who. Okay, this is the guy who helped the Mavericks win a title. I mean, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. See, that's where I disagree though, because I don't think they have the opportunity to showcase their talent and then like move up. It's not like a middle of the road player who's on a, a bad team like the Seventy Sixers right, well, who well, can Taylor's get a good not, deal was out of it. Up
0: last year, I mean, it was it was True. pretty high when they went T- to the playoffs. Tyson's
2: only. a uh, Shumpert can fix himself, but Tyson, Tyson's on a. It's a downhill road right Plus now. Plus, it's con- it's con- he's getting paid a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a downhill. Yeah. That's, that's I feel bad. I love Tyson, but it's a down downhill road for him right now. I mean,
0: I, I was showing Kev some of the vines that I took of Tyson. Uh, a lot, like I, and I, was, the I just mentioned the, right. I just mentioned the fact that he is. I mean, missing layups. I mean, he is just hey, that hook. Like that, hook, that jump hook that he kind of throws at the rim, it's just all—it's aw- awful. You
1: said it before. He's soft. He looks like a high school player you know, you're trying yeah. to turn into, no, like, I don't, play down low. I,
0: right. And I know it's offensive to players say when you say that, face. so I didn't want to say that uh, on here. But, I mean, you know, it, it, he, he certainly plays that way. And I know that I'm sure the guy, look, he, he's, uh, you know, a tough guy, and, um, you know, in, and he has been in the past. But, I mean, the way that he is. Tr- like, trying to put the ball in the basket, yes, is, is yeah, kind When of you're soft as big today. and
1: strong as he is, you just don't go up the way he does right. on some of his plays. It's like
0: at Fordham um, with Travion Leonard, this, like, big dude he's huge. who plays for our team and, like, tries all these finger rolls, and they just always miss. Like, just dunk the ball. It's. it's I mean, it's like just dunk. Like, that's like Dwight Howard. Like, that's why he's good because he's, like, under the rim, like, or or two feet from the rim like Tyson is, and he just dunks. Like, he's, he's strong, and he dunks. And, um... I don't know. I mean, we're, it's it's kind of a weird conversation to have, but he there's something just not the same about something Tyson missing Chandler, and, and it's and you can, I don't think he's hurt. I don't think you can you can blame it on that either. He's aging and
2: getting worse, but yeah. But we we got better things to talk about. There were there were great games last night. Let's go over that. Well, the
0: Nets are aging. Well, the well Nets everyone's are, aging, they're, and they're getting better though.
2: Oh yeah, the the Nets are definitely. I mean, I'm aging.
0: aging. You're aging. Kev's it's aging. like a
1: good we're
2: one. you're aging. aging. Listening yeah. to this. Well, the, this is the Nets kind of. They have to go out with a bang in this. This final stretch of the season, you know they're, you know they're in six right now, but they're they're really close to coming into the uh, top four seeds, which is where they really want to be. They're three games back of the Bulls right now for the four seed. I don't think they're going to catch the Bulls, but the Raptors they could fall off, and as long as they stay above seven, the Nets will be in a good spot to meet the Pacers or the Heat in a second round matchup.
0: Speaking of, the, I mean, the Nets are playing Memphis tonight. And yeah, our, I'm our, going down there. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, our buddy Tom Lorenzo is probably just going to lose his his well, just former stuff. Former Grizzlies um, blogger Tom Lorenzo. Yeah, just going to cool. just completely love that game.
2: It's a you know, it's as we like to say, it's a. Uh, I'm trying to think of that Seinfeld reference. The uh, meaning of the two worlds. Worlds colliding. Oh, bizarro worlds, bizarro worlds, world. No, no. no. It's no worlds when, colliding. Yeah, when
0: George has his... his uh,
1: oh, when he's trying to keep it separate? Right. He's yeah. got yeah. his friends <laughs> and his then
0: his girlfriend. Like, it's his
2: worlds yeah. colliding, yeah. and that's what's going to happen <laughs> for Tom tonight. But I'm really interested to see that game because the Nets just had a huge win over the Bulls, and a game I fully thought they were going to lose. So we'll see. Are they? Have they found themselves? Are they going to be this team for the rest of the year?
0: They're 500
2: now. They're 500. They have not been over 500 all year, and... It would be awesome if they got this win because wins over the Bulls and the Grizzlies give gives me hope. Should give everybody hope that they can play in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I can see them slipping into the four spot. I think the Raptors could drop. I see Chicago getting up to the three seed. Yeah, I'm I'm
2: on the Chicago bandwagon as as we've been documented as saying, and the Nets will settle in at four or five, in my opinion.
0: I haven't I haven't noticed this. Sorry to just. No, you're you're fine. No, you're fine. Paul Pierce. Um, Wow. Uh, Since February 1st, Paul Pierce has played 27 minutes a game in 14 games, shot 49% from the field and 40% from three, and he's averaging 14 points per game, and five rebounds to go along with two assists. I mean, that's good. And when you add that— Like, I was just all on the trash Paul Pierce bandwagon early on this year. He's been really good since February 1st. They've really
2: found a formula that works for their aging team. You know, Darren's playing probably about 35— 38 minutes a game and he's him along with Sean Livingston has given them kind of a a really sneaky great two-guard lineup I was looking at looking it up earlier it's the one of the best two-man two-man lineups they have and I I love when they play it and Darren with KG who's really picked it up of late they're gonna be dangerous and I guarantee they catch the Wizards I don't really like the Wizards all that much and it's just We'll see how how the age gets to them. Yeah, once year. again,
1: it's going to be a problem. I mean, next year is going to be rough. Paul Pierce yeah. is an unrestricted free agent, oh, and yeah. I don't see him coming back yeah. to Brooklyn. Kevin Garnett could retire. No, no, and it's... then that formula he said that's working so well just completely uh, yeah. well, disappears.
0: That's the weird thing about this is, like, look, they're encouraging, but we knew when Brooke Lopez went out, there's no yeah, way they going a, C- like, a title. There's a C- yeah, there's, there's no, no way they no a title. No title, yeah. And but, that's the thing is next year. You're gonna have either uh like just a shell um a skeleton i guess of Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett or no Kevin Garnett and, and an
2: Pierce. aging darren and aging right. 7 time all star right. Joe Johnson right. 7 time
0: all star <laughs> Joe johnson's i mean maybe he doesn't shoot forty percent from three again you know and Darren Williams is we un, you know he has the kind of conditioning issues the and, angle and issues. injuries and he's the, a gla- he's made a glass the move you know, might
2: be to make um ironically enough, to make a move and trade someone like Lopez or if someone's willing to take Darren. Lopez
0: is a free agent coming up. I mean, so someone's going to want to guarantee that he'll resign.
2: He is definitely the best piece they have because Darren's not really movable with his mega contract and Paul Pierce obviously probably retiring, becoming a free agent. Kevin Garnett not looking to switch teams a bunch. It'll be interesting to see if they want to go walk off the plank with Joe Johnson and Darren Williams. Or if they're going to try and mix things up. And I think it'll probably be the former, unfortunately.
0: I mean, uh, it, it's interesting with the Nets just because they are they want draft picks. So you'll see who they who they get. But like Sean Livingston, I mean, I think that's maybe a guy who has a future here. Yeah, def- um, definitely. You know, he's and a then, great piece. right,
2: Karolinko, you know, who knows. He'll stay. Guys like Toledovic, I'm not sure what his contract situation is. But you got to imagine he's going to probably get more money the way he's been at least proving himself to be valuable. Andre Blotch more they they have role players that are playing well Splash. and the, the fear is that they're going to go out and take more money while they can get it.
1: See uh, the problem that you mentioned Matt uh, like f- I think it was a couple podcasts ago is that without Brooke Lopez actually playing a game because he's out for the year, you're not going to get any kind of good vi- value for him. No. So they need to the hold bow. off for a while. It's going to be it's going to be an issue for the team. Um
0: he, here's here's an interesting uh, while we're while we're talking about the Nets their uh, opponents their winning percentage is 46% um which is the 11th Toughest. It ranked 11th in the conference, so they have a fairly easy schedule. Um, you know, and we told you that the Knicks have the second hardest in the NBA, or second easiest in the NBA. Excuse me. Going forward, the Nets, I think, the fourth easiest or fifth easiest um, in the NBA. I mean, the East is very easy. While we're on the subject of East and, and um, you know opponents in remaining games, the Sixers um, have the toughest schedule ahead in the East and the 10th in the 10th toughest in the NBA. Um, their opponents are winning fifty one percent of their games. Are coming up, okay.
2: So, do do they win another game? The Sixers. I'm looking. The Sixers have twenty one games left. The I'm setting the over under for their wins in these remaining twenty one games at three.
1: I was gonna say two. Wow, you're even generous. No,
2: three. I'm saying like three because you know if you pick under, that means you think they're gonna go two and nineteen or one and twenty. You know, if they go over, that means they had a pretty good, pretty good last stretch run with four and. Four and uh, what would be four and 17. So, who what are we taking here? Over so, under three wins for the Sixers and the rest of the By picking
1: season. that many wins, I think you're assuming they beat Milwaukee, and I think they will do everything they can to lose that game because they're in this race <laughs> you against Milwaukee them. to have the I, worst record. You know
0: what? I honestly think they'll win four games. So, four? I guess I have to take the over. I, I think they'll win four. It, I just have a, I just have happens. that gut feel no, that they're no. going to win no, four. No,
2: I can see that 100%. It happens where you almost just—that's not a lot of
0: games. You either. can't fall <laughs> out. Four games. Sometimes you
2: fall into a win. You know, there are t- times where teams just can't shoot. You get hot. It happens. <laughs> you like have to. You win have to game, win games, even it's, though you're
0: trying to lose. I mean,
2: look at, look at their season. They've most of their 15 wins. They, I bet they've fallen into, and most of them came earlier in the year.
0: They have defined how to tank this year, though.
2: Oh, redefined. Like you, you gotta wonder. I, I forget where I was hearing this, but like. What was the point of buying out guys like, like a Granger? Like, it's simply because it makes it easier to lose. Yeah. Granger wasn't doing anything for or hurting them. It was just like, this will help us lose more. Let's buy him out.
1: And See, the problem with Milwaukee is they actually got better at the trade deadline, in my opinion. They scoop up Ramon Sessions and get rid of Gary Neal, who was just a disaster for them, which was a good thing. They wanted the number one pick. So having a disaster like Gary Neal in the locker room was actually a good thing.
0: And now Gary Neal is giving up 61 points to LeBron and James. Mm. So um, that was impressive by the I mean, that was that, was, that um, was awesome. His as network was kind of talking about I mean his his shooting his efficiency his has efficiency. just gone way up. There's actually um C- uh, CBS Sports I think Iron basketball had like a gif of his shot charts over the years and his mid-range Shots gets redder and improved. redder. No, they've improved.
2: Oh, I mean greener and greener. Rather, sorry, I was yes. thinking red hot. Not oh, so much. Oh my goodness! What are you? Not, what are you no, not, red does bro, the, the charts bro, do, do work like do you, that? Do you even shot charts, bro? Do, I know. Do you even right? shot, do shot, I charge, shot bro? charts, But I'm red is associated with hot. Kevin's on my side, but yeah. the shot charts. Some we tend depending to look at, on the shot chart, we tend <laughs> to look at ones that have green for okay. better percentage.
0: A Sixers shot chart, just hot, <laughs> hot Sixers. Garbage six.
2: fire hot. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> hey, they could have two top 10 picks this coming draft, which is interesting. The
2: Pelicans are the ones to keep an eye on oh, because go out and get Wiggins. Because the Pelicans are they have to tank so hard to to get a top 5 pick cuz then it's the only way they keep it.
0: Dude, the Pelis with with Davis, if you throw like Wiggins as a as a great like that great wing with Davis, they could be. Really they have made some good. bad
1: decisions though, like Tyreek Evans signing him for Ooh. four. I think it was four years, forty-four million. Yeah, that's that's that a rough of, one. there have been stanky. a couple of bad decisions. Eric Gordon too. I don't really like that. But yeah, if you could get a good player in this draft, so I, I think they I mean, should. They they're, should, they're should a have a trade
2: a
0: lot for Holiday. Of good Holiday's
2: hurt. Drew Holiday's been hurt.
0: That's uh, the thing though. I I don't think people kind of just like forget about Drew Holiday, the fact that like he was an All Star and and just oh uh, he was hurt and it was a, it was a crappy trade. I, I look, maybe it's not the best trade, but I still think Holiday can give them something next year. And then you, you look at Holiday Davis again. You throw that wing out there like uh.
2: Well, if we're looking back like at a the, Parker or a Wiggins, if we're looking back at the trade that sent that sent uh, Nerlens Noel to Philadelphia basically for Drew Holiday and then picks and pieces that would even out the cap, you have to think the Sixers won that now.
1: I disagree. You haven't seen either of those players. with the pick, possibly. The because pick of this draft. The pick's nice. Yeah. The pick's nice. If
2: the pick turns out to be six or seven, and Nerland's Noel, he hasn't been on the floor yet, but they're they have a lot of young pieces. You know, the Pelicans are a little more in a dire situation than the Sixers, if you ask me. Sixers are kind of not not obviously not good, but looking the up and up, right? With with their picks and they're 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 doing something. I don't picks think the. Pelicans, are, the Pelicans aren't doing anything. The Sixers have a plan. It seems
1: it's a shame for the Pelicans that Ryan Anderson got hurt and they have suffered all these injuries because yeah. they could have at least made it interesting for, that, with you know, Davis, that must
2: Davis have been having lo- a
0: freaking awesome yeah year. that yeah. must have
2: been the logic behind the trade, right Like oh, we'll be decent enough to make it a a mid round pick right the, the Pelicans seem to be a team that were going to be like the nine or ten in the West, and then the West became awesome, and they were f- thirteen or fourteen,
0: yeah. Um, I, I you you I think you're right though with the Sixers kind of thing. I mean, it does seem like they have a plan. I mean, it's just like they're they're piling up like really talented young guys. I mean, it, it seems like they've drafted the right guys. Exactly. You
2: know what and what I what I like about the Sixers is if you compare them to the Knicks, which is what we always end up doing. Like the Knicks seem to be going into a wall and right. keep ramming their head into a wall. The Sixers are looking for a way around the wall of losing in the NBA. And they, I'm not saying they're gonna do it because we got to see how the picks progress and Noel plays and people, but but I I'd rather be them than the Knicks right now.
0: Speaking of picks, let's make our picks tonight. Um, let's start. Well, first, off.
2: let's go back to our picks last yeah. week.
1: Yeah, don't try to just go by that. Uh, Ignore oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the fact that right, you right, were well, in Kev, last Kev place. Kev was
0: four and two. Matt was five and one. I was three and three. And there was and We all put, had that push was, on OKC Memphis because it was. Uh, Six point spread and then uh, OKC won by six. All right, let's start it off with the Jazz and the Wizards at seven o'clock. The Wizards are seven point favorites in this game, and I'm going to take the Jazz to uh, f- uh, to cover. Or, or no, the, uh, I said that I said that wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the Jazz to what is to, it to
2: cover the spread? you're going to take the points. Take the points, right? You that's take the it points, is. yeah. The net, the that's what the the way is. betting works is the the Wizards start, are giving this over, by the way. wizard, yeah. The Wizards yeah. are giving the Jazz seven points. So take the points. So you're taking the points, or you could just say the Jazz to cover. That works too. You either team can cover. Okay. So right. whichever, way. or you can just take the Jazz. You don't even have to do the the, okay. the betting, yeah.
0: Verbiage. All right. Let's start with the Jazz and the Wizards at seven o'clock. The Wizards are our seven
2: point favorites. I'll take the Jazz.
1: I'm taking the Jazz, too. I think it'll be a loss by six. Well, we're, I'm
2: going to show you guys why I'm the top picker. <laughs> Extend your game. The game's in Washington, and the Jazz, in case you guys haven't noticed, just, are, just stop tr- it right are now. trying Dude. to lose. Trust There's me, I know. week
1: of picks. And the Jazz are, are the trying top top to lose. There's some close losses along They're the way, They're trying though.
2: to lose, and yeah, the yeah, Wizards de- de- are trying to up their sheet. I'll take the Wizards. The Wizards are going to win by 12 to 15. That's <laughs> a guarantee.
0: All right. Bobcats and Pacers, it's a four-and-a-half point. Advantage for the Pacers here, I will we'll take them to cover that.
1: I got the Pacers too, but just one thing about the Bobcats—they're an excellent defensive rebounding team, and even though they're six games under 500, I see them being, you know, a decent playoff team.
2: I, I don't know how good they'll be in the playoffs. I, I hope they win a game or two, but I'm taking the Pacers. Right. I, mean, I mean, decent. The Pacers lost there. last yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they feel the heat on their back. Pun absolutely intended. Yeah, the
0: hit, the paces are going to win. And this Lan- game. I'm, I was telling uh, Kev on the way over here, Lance. Uh, Lance is going to be really fun. I think he's going to be really fun to watch in the playoffs and like this last no month doubt. of the season. No I'm, gonna be, uh, I'm all on, all about Lance. Um, Rockets and mad Rockets at Magic at seven o'clock. Rockets are seven point favorites. And yeah, I think the Rockets will cover that.
1: Yeah, I got Roll Rockets. I agree. I agree. I agree. The the unanimous. The Rockets will
0: okay. win that game. Bulls at, Bulls at Pistons, uh, one and a half point spread going to the Bulls here.
1: Give me the Bulls. That's it? Yeah. Give Bulls. me the Bulls. <laughs> right. Not, Not even a give question. Me, give me the
0: Bulls. Yeah. We're all taking the Bulls. Um, Warriors at Celtics could could get. I think it could get interesting. Actually, the uh, Warriors are favored by five. I know the Celtics kind of stink. Warriors on the second game of a back to back. I'm t- you know what? I'm game. taking, the Celtics, here. The,
2: taking tough, the Celtics. Tough game against the Celtics. Uh, tough game against the Pacers so, last night. Yeah, oh. and I'm still gonna take the Warriors because they have to win every <laughs> game now to
1: make the no, playoffs. I know. I, I know. wish you could. I wish the audience could have seen my face because I thought you were both gonna take the Celtics. Here, no, I'm going with I'm the just, Warriors I'm without a doubt. Boston's another team here. trying to lose. Boston yeah, exactly. is trying to get a good Boston's pick. Boston's
2: losing. Warriors are trying to make the playoffs. The Warriors are going to win handily. Yeah. Um.
0: All right. Grizzlies at Nets. Nets are actually um the
2: underdog here by one and a half points. So, yes, I will take the Nets here. Yeah, I'll take the Nets as well. They play well at home. I'm gonna be there. I'll always bring luck. What,
0: by the way, what is the record? Uh, do you know with them with the you rec- there
2: with me there? No, because last year I the Nets won nine in a row with me there. Well, that's impressive to end, up, end have the season. To, I'm gonna come back with that stat next week because I'll go to two more games in the, that time. But I think it's around 500, very Nets like. I was. I, I mean, i and clearly I've been to just the like the worst luck for
0: the Knicks. But
1: by the way, I'm taking the Grizz just so. Uh, just so we don't p- okay. miss that pick, okay. yeah. I'm gonna okay. be different. Don't
0: <laughs> no, miss no, it. that's
2: totally feasible. But K-
0: King, uh, give me the yeah. Nets. Kings at Bucks, eight o'clock. Kings are um, favored by three and a half.
2: That's a tough game to pick. That's that's real. Two tough. tankers. Give me the, give me the, box.
1: You going with the bucks? Give Ooh. The, yeah, give me the kings. You think Giannis is going to take? Uh, I love Giannis. I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, bucks as well. As right. Kenny wears Ramon bucks. Sessions, will have bucks. a nice game. Yeah, outdated I got my, Brandon <laughs> my Jennings. Brandon Jennings.
0: Jennings. It was. Yeah, I was on clearance. Man, that's what. That's where you get all the hot deals. The that's the way to do it. That's what you got to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> just pro tip for you. Knicks at Timberwolves, eight o'clock. The Timberwolves are nine and a half point favorites. That is. That's heavy. I'm taking – or excuse me, 8.5-point favorites. I opened at 9.5. Yeah. I'm taking the Knicks.
2: I'm taking the Timberwolves.
1: I, I think it's going to be another heart-crushing loss. Yeah, I think it's going to be another
2: heartbreaking that. loss for the Knicks, like a two-point loss. No, I could definitely see that happening, but I, I more so can see the Knicks just giving up on everything. All right, two, yeah. two more Mavs at Nuggets, 8 o'clock. It is a 4.5-point fi- uh, spread to the Mavericks, who are on the road. Give me the Mavericks. Denver is free falling.
1: I'm also going Mavericks. I, yeah, I'm going with the Mavs. Yeah, unanimous again.
0: Yeah, Hawks at Blazers, ten thirty last um, game. Blazers are uh, favored by eight. <sighs> I don't
1: That's think, a tough I don't, one. I don't, I don't think they're going to cover that. Really?
2: Yep. I do. You, teams yeah. go out west. Teams out west. Atlanta's not playing well in the slightest bit. Portland is another West team that needs to win every game they can. Give me Portland by a nice margin.
1: Yeah, Millsap and Corver are really all Atlanta has going for them. I'm going to go Portland.
2: All right. We're done. We're done we, with that. We have done it. I can't wait to be have another great record. It's going to be fun.
0: I just, you, you can't anoint yourself like the pick king after one. Week. I
2: have to in case something Lo, goes bad. Yo,
0: low key though, that Hawks pick, that Kings pick, I'm, I'm back this week. I'm telling you Or right you're now.
2: further in the tank. We'll find out next week. Yeah, I'm
0: either going to Woodson it or I'm going to Mark Jackson it. We're going to see which one Or I Jason Kidd it. <laughs> Actually, that was probably a better comparison. I'm either going to like get out of the hole or I'm going to keep digging myself into the hole. All right. Please go rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Network or Jason Concepcion of all of the things, like Grantland, the Twitter, Twitter.com. Oh, um, Twitter.com. Uh, like cl- I'm just blanking. Classical. Um, he
2: writes out a place. I've seen him on SB Deadspin, Nation.
0: I? G- I, yeah, a lot of. SB Nation, yes, is a big one. For but him. he yeah. was a
2: great guest. We would love to have him.
0: Yes, yes. Go follow him on Twitter.com. All right.
2: Knicks Nets tonight. Let's see what happens.
0: Well, not Knicks and Knicks, the... Knicks and Nets. Remember well when? The, remember when the four and thirteen Knicks played the the five and fourteen Nets? Remember that? Yeah, I was reminiscing on that, that last ago. night.
1: galaxy far, far away. All
0: right, take <laughs> it easy.